fuck yourself. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by... Argo, fuck yourself. I'm Chad. I'm Mark, and Argo, fuck yourself. Okay, great. Uh, So as the show, as you probably know by now, we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. We also talk about what the Academy picks. And that is what we're doing this week. We're talking about the 2012 Best Picture winner, Argo. Fuck yourself. But before that, let's talk about what we've seen at the Megaplex. Mm. Chad? Yeah. Oh, what the movie did you see? <laughs> well, I was going to go a different. Can I, can we, we roll back and then I, I go my, my route? Yeah, just fix it in post, Chad. Yeah, okay. What route? You um, got to talk about the movie. I in, talk- the, in the words of, oh, fuck. What was the girl's name from the movie eighth grade? Lady uh, Gaga. Elsie <laughs> Fisher. Oh, okay. In the words of Elsie Fitch, F- F- Fisher. Fitch, Fitchner. Fisher. In the words of Elsa Fisher. Elsie. In the words of Elsie Fitch. Oh my Fisher. God. Wow. <laughs> Off to a great start here. Gucci. Okay. Is the house okay. of the movie yep. that I saw. Yep. Um, she says Gucci in the movie Eighth Grade. Gonna stab movie. myself in the that's eyes. Uh, House of Gucci is pretty it's good. All right, movie. It's fun. No, um, sorry, sorry. Eighth Grade is a good movie. Oh, Eighth Grade, oh, eighth grade great movie. Yeah, great yeah, movie. Okay. And then House, I mean, of, House of Gucci is also fine. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a good too. Yeah, so it's I... uh, okay. Oh, what, what the? What do you think of the movie? <laughs> I think uh, it's okay. Think this was, uh, all right. Yeah. I think uh, I think um, I think the ravioli wasn't uh, okay. Cool. Well, okay, that's just a caricature. Um, I oh oh sorry. Yeah. When you bring it's ravioli a me, into a house it, of Gucci. it's a me, a house of Gucci. Where is the Princess Gaga? Oh, two thoughts. Uh-huh. A, I wish everyone was more on Jared Leto's wavelength in that movie. Sure, it'd be more um, fun. I don't know that it'd be fun, good. Yeah. It'd be more I think, fun. I think the sh- the movie should have been more of a comedy than a drama. I think it's like pretty successful in the areas where it's like kind of funny well because it's um, trying to be a satire in that part and then when it gets so right. serious the satire like kind of yeah doesn't. it's still like fine drama in those moments but and like lady gaga's great adam driver's okay i feel like he's better in everything else he's ever been in um, i would agree with that but i still yeah. think he was good here yeah he's good um lady gaga just give up music just act you're good at acting she's you're so actor, good at though. acting she's good at acting yeah, this, the music thing, it was movie. a nice hobby, but like, let's move on. <laughs> You're an actor now. She is truly so good in this movie. Yeah, she's great. Um, and kind uh, of in a movie that I think doesn't give her a lot to do at the end. I feel like she It's just, weird how little yeah. she has to do at the end when like her character is like going driving through the happening. most and driving yeah. what's happening. Uh, I, I she still that, is kind of crushing it though. And, like the one scene where she's like doing the stuff that she's doing doing the stuff i just think towards the end like the movie like weirdly slows down in an unnecessary way the pacing is off in like the second half of the movie for sure yeah and like i like business intrigue stuff so Mm -hmm. it's not that that's happening it just is like the movie the pace is weird and has decided like oh we're gonna jump to what her character decides to do and it doesn't fully feel like it kind of feels out of nowhere to me i don't know right but it's it's tricky because it's like based on a true story but like we don't i i don't ever get a sense of why she did what she did yeah we don't see the descent like i I think ideally this movie if you're gonna focus it on her it needs to be like her taxi driver her joker where like you see the descent 
I, I am not the first person to make this argument, but it is the argument that I agree with for this particular movie. Mm-hmm. This movie should have either been two hours or three. Like it, it's mm-hmm. in a weird middle ground where it's not cut tightly enough. Yeah. But it's also not breathing enough like, like it's breathing not, yeah, enough for yeah. the three like i, I will honestly, say that i don't think you you should add anything to the end i do not want a three-hour version of this movie where the last hour is a slog to sit through i mean like might if, be if better you, though yeah, like if it's like edited like who knows who knows yeah it's i mean like if you're saying you should edit the second the last hour of the movie then like that might just fix it without adding 30 minutes of other honestly stuff. when i was in the movie and it was starting to get a little sloggy in the end um i was kind of wishing it was a series with like episodes and we could like check in with these characters over the course of like a full season it Uh, it it definitely feels like it It feels like succession but like gucci yeah yeah it It feels like it would have been a good six episode mini series sure yeah if these characters were fictional i think like you could just run with these characters for for seasons and seasons. Well, but also so the fun. stuff they reveal at the end, just in like asides or text on screen. Yeah, Paolo, dude. I wanted to see Paolo and like what happened to him after he lost everything. That um, it's totally crazy. Could have been stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They don't touch it. It's weird. Yeah, but Paolo but- Gucci is my is my man. I love him. I love his designs. Um, he had good good <laughs> design ideas. <laughs> Oh my god! It it I I do think it's still a best picture recommends because the performances are really good. Yeah, I, I can see Gaga I, getting a, a performance nom in our in our ceremony. It's not the best Ridley Scott movie this year. I still oh, need to see the last duel. Last duel is amazing. It's so fucking good. The accusation I think it's about is about to be on HBO Max. Um, um, yeah, yeah, probably. Speaking of oh things that were miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, Things that, uh, you know, should either be shorter or longer. Something um, that was Guys, originally... I'm totally lost. Can you, like, say something to get back, get me back right, right, right. on? It's, it's, it's a series that was originally a movie and then kept being expanded because yeah. it got longer and longer. And eventually became basically three movies. It's Get Back, the basically nine-hour documentary. Oi, bro. About it's the, the Beatles. 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 Um, basically, like the the Beatles as they were recording what ended up being one of their last albums, they had like a film crew that was going to follow them as they like record an album and stage a show in like two weeks, basically. Um, oh yes. And then there Peter Jackson is. took the like I think seventy two hours of footage or something like that, oh, ninety 72. hours of footage, and compiled it into you know a, a reasonable nine. Mm. Yeah. Um, that is one of the most like entertaining enthralling like uh humanizing documentaries of it's any so like mega famous people i'm ever. still not done with it but i i watched like it in 30 minute 45 minute chunks or whatever and meanwhile i spent uh i think it was the day after thanksgiving i spent yeah. like i watched the first two and a half hours black friday Black Friday. Day. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's the name of the day. I, I watched two and a half hours and then like cleaned my apartment and then watched the other two and a half hours. And then on mm-hmm. su- on Saturday, I woke up and watched the final two and a half hours. Yeah. And it consumed basically an entire day for me. Uh, but yeah. it was it was very enjoyable. And I had all of the songs stuck in my head. 
The songs get in your the head songs they're good? like noodling them and trying to figure yeah. them out. Yeah, I mean, the songs are great. I mean, oh, okay. the, the Let It Be album, which is what, the one that they're recording. What is that song? Uh, it's Idiot. it's a song about some words that are alive. leave it be um oh he's got a great song it's called leave it be remember that movie yeah yes yeah i watched it yesterday um <laughs> oh no sorry it's called yesterday and i watched it um uh um, but that I, album is not my favorite but i gained i mean there are a lot of songs that i like on it a lot and, well, I, and you I, kind I of realize appreciation why for him. some of the things happen because they're like they've got a week and a half to kind of figure out songs basically, which is why some of the songs on Let It Be are like two half verses and then the same chorus repeated. Like they're not necessarily their most complex, you know, intricate well, songs. And it's also that this out, like the Beatles started off as like a bar band that yep. like their first album, they recorded, like live to tape where all of them played it at the same time yep. and like recorded a full album in like 12 hours. And then eventually they like stopped touring and started doing like studio recording where they can record one bit at a time and kind of like fiddle with it and like add a guitar part if they want to. How and most one, things are recorded now. Yes. How basically everything is recorded now. And they kind of invented doing that to a way. That's um, crazy. Or, or definitely, definitely like, like popularized doing it that way i mean yeah. that time period is, is when that kind of started i don't know with dead. like brian eno and stuff right? brian eno and like pet sounds and you know yeah a, a lot of a lot of that stuff happened uh but this album they decided to go back to their roots and record it all live like the idea was originally for them to have a concert where they play the album and they record that concert and release the album yeah um which like ended up not happening for a number of reasons yeah um but the story of that happening, like the band breaking up, the band like not being able to decide what they do, the band like completely missing a deadline, um, is is really really interesting to see like how a band works, um, like how a band gets along, how they write music, how they don't get along, how they get along again. And it's so uh, interesting. The whole time crunch for this movie is because Ringo is going to be the lead in a movie that none of us have fucking ever heard of. No. It, yeah. Like it has not stood any test of time. What's the movie? I don't know. <laughs> the Magic Sword or something like that. Let me look at. Um, no, it's got Christian in the title. Um, huh? Ringo. I don't know. It seems movie. bad. I'm sure it's bad. Um, but so when I, th type I mean, in Ringo movie. Ringo comes up. Cody, I don't know how <laughs> how far into it you've gotten it, but like, I mean, the they eventually part. just kind of give up on. I'm that, where they have on. given up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the by the magic end, I mean, Christian is the name of the movie. The magic Christian. That sounds stupid. Um, let's yeah. go ahead and look at the letterbox rating for that, Cody. Um, yep. <laughs> the, they huh. eventually decide to like record an album on the roof of their, of their recording studio, uh, which is like a pretty iconic thing. That's like, I, that happens at the end of across the universe is yep. like the rooftop concert. Does that happen in? Did they do a rooftop concert in yesterday? I would not be surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive they did. Um, it's it's like got a, a three super, on Letterbox, by the way. It's a super iconic concert, and is their last concert ever? Ends up yep. being their last concert ever. What's um, weird? John about, Cleese is in this movie. Yeah, and Peter Sellers. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those weird things too, though, where like 
they record a full other album after all this. So it's hard to really get that full narrative, but they record Abbey Road after this, but release Let It Be last. Abbey Road, which is a better and a very iconic album. Right, but Um, that was their true last thing together. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, they record some of Abbey Road during this, I think, and they write some of Abbey Road during this. They like, definitely do, because they Maxwell's They write Maxwell Silverhammer during this. They write Yellow uh, Octopus's Garden during this, or they start writing both of those. Right. Um, it's, uh, it's very interesting to watch. Uh, and I mean, like, even beyond, like, these people, like, in the final, uh, in the concert, about, like, on the rooftop, there's, like, a cop that comes to sh- shut it down, and, like, I could swear on a Bible if I did not know that this was fiction or that this was a documentary that like that was an actor like like the most like stereotypical like bossy cop that like is doesn't actually have any power but like he's trying to have so much power it is Hmm. like the best performance I've ever seen (laughs) Uh, but it is just like a just a real guy. I'm excited to finish it. It's definitely a best pick you recommends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. The Beatles. Cool. Get back. The Beatles. It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. It's so easy to watch. Um, okay. Cody, what, I, did, what did you what did you watch? Yeah, thanks. Uh, uh-huh. I went and saw Encanto in theaters, and it uh-huh. was really good. Uh-huh. Uh, um it's uh it's a Disney movie about a girl with no magical abilities, but her whole so, family does. So, like most girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's more importantly about a house that's really cool. It's about a house mm. that's really cool, and it's so it's like family. smart house. It's about family. It's about how tricky family can be. It sounds like you're describing the film Smart House. I'm not. And it's the not. House it's not really cool, but it's really about family and how cool family can be. It's not yeah. like a techie house. It's like a magic house. It's a magic house. Right. It's really good. I would recommend seeing it. It is on the list for best picture recommendations. I don't. I don't think it's one of like the best Disney movie releases recently. Like I don't think it's mm-hmm. as good as Raya. Um, it's probably better than it's... Frozen too. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other like actual Disney animation movies re- released that have recently. come out recently. I mean, Ralph breaks not... the internet. Yeah, that's better. Way better. Okay. Um, uh, Moana is better than this. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess Moana was five years ago. Moana that's was crazy. a long time ago. That's insane. I know. Um, Raya is, yeah, is. I guess Frozen Two is kind of the only one. I I would agree with you. Raya or Frozen Two is probably the only one in recent times that it's better than, hmm. but it's still pretty good it's pretty good like i don't think there's anything super wrong with it mm. um i i just it did not uh captivate me as much as um you know a, a lot of these movies do yeah and and the thing is like it's the fourth best animated movie i've seen this year but it's still good i still like it it's still entertaining but yeah i mean it's not it's not it's not the winner for me um, as of now, which I guess wouldn't change. Is there any other animated movie this year that I'm going to give a shit about? Uh, like in the next two weeks? Flea, I guess, which is that animated oh, movie. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, that's Bell. playing around me. I need to go see Flea. You do need to see Flea. And yeah. then Bell, which is the like 
director of Mirai. That's the Japanese oh, cool. one. Yeah. So I guess those, but like we're kind of done with animation for the year, right? Yeah, not... I guess Encanto was the last uh, big, definitely the best, last big animated release. Um, I'm trying Spider Verse to... oh, Rumble. Rumble is coming out on Paramount Plus. It's oh, about okay. monsters who do WWE wrestling. Oh, it's that. Yeah, that, that I'm. I will. I will be skipping that. Movie. Yeah, I'm, I I'm gonna, as with most uh, Paramount Plus movies, I'll miss it. I watched Paranormal um, Activity Next of Kin on Paramount Plus. I watched that in the right. Casey Musgraves uh, visual album. Those are the only Paramount Plus original films that I've watched. So I've actually right. watched a surprising number of Paramount Plus original series. What original series do they have? Well, they have a lot of like of the RuPaul shows and stuff. Oh, uh, okay, cool. I'm going to watch Mayor of Kingstown eventually. It seems that was good. an HBO show with Kate Winslet. Nope. Now hold on. Is this Mayor like with a Y? Why, guys? This is no. Not I, that is a general, like an honest question. This is a mayor. Yeah, mayor. He is the mayor okay. of the town. It is about Jeremy Renner, who is the mayor of this town that is built using basically the funds of a for-profit prison. So it's 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 Taylor Sheridan, uh, Mark. Like that's why I'm like, yeah. I probably need to watch that. I like actually. Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, he, he has fallen off a bit in recent times. Did he also make Yellowstone? Yes, and people say Yellowstone rules. Thought about watching Yellowstone. Me too. Kind of seems good. It's tempting. Have you seen the trailer for Yellowstone 1883, which I'm more interested in? So it series? is. But I've also watched Deadwood, which seems like the better version of that. Yeah, but so it's 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 about Yellowstone in 1883, but it's Sam Elliott. And so it's, it's like, like it's like Frontierland Yellowstone. Nice. It's like true cowboys. But like once I found like Josh Holloway was in Yellowstone, I was like, fuck, of course he is. And that's what he should be in. And that sounds yeah. good. Yeah. That does make uh, it sound good. Yeah. But I think the cast is like better than you think. And you already know Kevin Costner is in it. Um, right. We just are not big Kevin Costner stands because he was making movies for adults whenever we were like kids. Like um, Postman. Taylor Sheridan is in it as an actor. Um, Wes Bentley is in it. Gil Birmingham. Um, Josh Holloway. Uh, Danny Houston. I do like Danny Houston, but once again, he's in Deadwood. The mic on a podcast. Neil McDonough. Hey, and listeners, I just want to clarify, if you're hearing cats meowing in the background, Chad's cats are horny. Yeah, they're, they're in the heat, or one of them's in heat. Um, Kelly Rohrbach, who is the girl from Baywatch, who I didn't know did anything ever again. The She's movie Baywatch or the TV show Baywatch? The movie Baywatch. Mm. One of the worst movies I've ever we seen. We have another movie to be talking about that has a cast that is surprisingly great. Oh my gosh. I've, I'm not even prepared to talk about the cast in this movie. It's, um, it's fantastic. I love it. Argo. Fuck yourself. Uh, so Argo sounds like Fargo. Think mm-hmm. is anything to that? No. Okay. No. <laughs> cool. It sounds like Jason Asked the Argonauts, and answered, which, which is I think more specifically is, is what is something doing. too. Yeah. Not according to uh, the producer on the on the project. Sure, um, but what does he know? What does he know? Um, hey, this was written by the writer Rise of Skywalker and Justice League. <laughs> this is his good movie. This is the movie that he was like passionate about, and then you know he won the Oscars, 
and then he was like hired to write all these other movies that yeah it's, that it's kind of crazy that like this is so he wrote something he wrote oh. heights which he also directed right so that one's probably fine because it's another like project he's passionate about i don't think he cared about rise of skywalker and then he was like a staff writer on damages which is an fx show it's chris chris terrier did we say that yeah Yeah, chris Chris i don't know if he said his name and then he wrote batman v superman justice league and then star wars the rise of skywalker like three also if you were to tell me hey chad you gotta name the three worst major blockbusters of the last 10 years it'd be those yeah I mean, depends on how you define major blockbuster. Uh, I mean, like Bright isn't a major blockbuster, but I'm this, not going to franchise franchise tentpole movies. A the worst thing, like a Dark Phoenix, is really boring. Fantastic. Four. I don't know if it's more boring than either of the DC movies you wrote. Uh, Dawn of yeah. Justice at least has a jar full of piss. I mean, Dark Phoenix at least has uh, Magneto pulling like no, that's metal bad. knives like, off bad. of a train and throw using them oh, in like that, combat. That part's good. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. About, like it, you can you can point to a good thing in a movie. It's still a bad movie. Um, I, don't know. I think yeah. all movies are good. And you say the anyway, jar of piss I'm like that's a good complain. thing. What it's if fun. what if my new bit was just not having any complaints about any movies? I had no, I, nah, so be no a, a weird podcast. Yeah. Um. Anywho, Chris Terrio, 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 uh, wrote Terrio, Argo, and it was directed by Ben Affleck. Um, who is also a controversial. I mean, not controversial, but not your typical Oscar winner, uh, director or director well, of an Oscar winner. He is not an Oscar winning director. So much so that they didn't even nominate him. Which, um, uh, I personally look. I love this movie. I was excited when this movie won the Oscar. I don't necessarily think he needed to be nominated for a director. I don't know if I had seen it already when it won the Oscar. I think I watched it after it won the Oscar. I mean, let's address the elephant in the room. This movie won the Oscar because they snubbed him for director. Like, it very much was the narrative Mm. of the time, and that's very much, like, what seemed to be the case, is, like, the actor's branch rallied around him because they didn't nominate him. And, um, yeah. Do you guys know who who won this year for director? Uh, Um, Let's see, 2012. is the ceremony. I'm I'm just going to go out and say that I called this movie winning the Oscar as I walked out of the movie theater and Cody was there and might remember it. I think, I believe it was Joss Whedon who won for the Avengers. It was Ang Lee for Life mm-hmm. of Pi. Okay. The movie. His second director win. Um, also nominated were Michael Haneke for a more Ben Zetlin for Beasts of the Cinder Wild, a movie that does not really exist anymore. No, not really. Um, a director Steven's- that does not exist anymore, especially. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg for Lincoln, which, yeah, good one, boys. Yeah, <laughs> movie good still movie. exists. Yeah, uh, and David O. Russell for Silver Linings Playbook. A movie that movie. doesn't really exist, or everyone's just like, oh, oh yeah, it does. it's Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Like, it does. Yeah, but it is I mean, weird to remember how much of an Oscars darling it was, and I will give you and that. how much people generally loved it, and how people I feel like now 
would shrug shrug at it you know i feel like it was like really hyped up at the time. jennifer lawrence because jennifer lawrence was actress like, for that yeah. movie she won she her one that's right and bradley cooper was nominated yeah, I mean that movie was nominated in all four acting categories. One of the like one of the few to do. Did that. De Niro get nominated for supporting? Yeah, yeah. and then Jackie Weaver for as the mom, which like gotcha. I don't even super remember that performance that much. But... No, I don't um, really remember De Niro's performance either. Just that he was in it. I remember yeah. De Niro's performance. That movie's good. I think that if you go back and watch that movie, it will hold up better than most other David O. Russell movies. Uh, oh, I, I yeah, probably also so. agree. I like the movie. It's just I feel like no one ever. Like, not that people need to be talking about it all the time, but like, I think most of what I hear about that movie now is the manic pixie dream girl of it, which yeah. I, I don't feel know like that she's so at least is dreamy. I don't think she's that dreamy, but I think she does kind of generally fit that trope. Yeah, she, I, she definitely kind does. of, but like the, the whole point is that they're both just like messes, yes, that are like good yeah. for each other, yeah. I think if he wasn't a mess, that argument might would have a bit more credence. Yeah, but he like was getting out of the mental institute at the beginning because he like attacked the dude. Because normally with a manic pixie dream girl, it's like an artsy, somewhat stuffy guy who then yeah. the manic pixie yeah. dream girl like changes. Oh my god, you're standing on the table. What are you doing? You're embarrassing me. Like I'm the normal one. <laughs> you're so crazy. Yeah. It's about people who weren't in drama and didn't go to Waffle House. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're yeah. not used to people getting on tables. Remember that scene in Love, Simon, where the, the kid is... Goes to Waffle, Waffle House? House? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah, it's a good scene because it it's makes true me, to life. I know. I know this, but it just makes me die inside. Every, every scene with that kid who's just the most cringe theater kid. Well cast, well performed, well written, because it's so true. Yeah. But man, it Incredible. gives me anxiety. I have never felt like Southern representation, Southern theater kid representation, like going to Waffle House in full like stage makeup yep. you know, in Love, Simon. Sure. It's just it's just completely accurate to my life. Perfect. Um, so Argo, in this movie, they make a space, they try and make a space movie, but it's no, actually they don't, to they save. Don't to, they don't try to make a space movie. That's they pretend the to try to make a Did space Did you think they, they were trying to make the movie? <laughs> Yeah, I was oh. like, you're not doing a very good job. Yeah, I mean, you got the people out, and that's great. But yeah, you didn't but make where's the movie? the movie? What if they like had to make the movie contractually after this? It's like, hey, man, we signed a director. We have to make the movie now. I yeah. kept thinking about like, I, I keep thinking about like, why has nobody ever grabbed the Argo script and actually tried to make it? Or um, like as a comic book get, or something. Get Denis Villeneuve to like make his like <laughs> second Argo. space opera. I would watch Argo. It looks cool. I'm positive that it is absolutely a horrible script. Oh, um, yeah, probably. So, like, they would have to completely... I mean, but if your question is, why is there not, like, a like a sci-fi comic book called Argo? Right. It's a good question. I mean, yeah. now, if you released it now, probably not huge. But if you released it in 2013... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great tie-in right there. Great tie-in. Um, Ben Affleck is the main man in this movie with uh, wild hair, wild hair and kind of a wild beard as well. Just like a just a shaggy dog kind of look. Mm -hmm. Very shaggy. You wouldn't think he works for the CIA. Right. Uh, which I guess he's a contractor that the CIA brings in. Yeah, technically. I also think that the idea of working for the CIA is not looking like you work for the CIA. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. That being said, though. Kyle Chandler looks like he works for the CIA. Yeah, right. I guess that there's a difference between like working at like Langley 
Yeah. And, you know, being a desk jockey, CIA, and like being in the field. Kyle Chandler, the best we need a bureaucrat like ever. Mm. With an attitude, with like a, with like an edge. But also either like super high status, like he's a cop or bureaucrat or like he's hometown, like small town. Cause in spectacular now he's the shitty dad in that movie and is so good. Do you remember that uh, Mark? Uh, what movie? Spectacular Now. Uh, yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, he's the, he's the shitty dad. And then, like, in Zero Dark Thirty, he plays this bureaucrat. Manchester by the Sea, he plays the dad. And Carol, um, he plays the shitty husband. Like, he's... God, I love him so By the way, much. he uh, he does not play a CIA character. He's the chief of staff to Jimmy Carter in this movie. That's right, that's right, that's right. Um... Wow. I will say that, okay. like in this in this movie, there are a lot of characters that is like hard to know what they do. I only know that he's a chief of staff because on the Wikipedia page, his character has a link, and it says huh. uh, William Hamilton McWhorter Jordan served as uh, American politician who served as chief of staff to the president of the United States, Jimmy Carter. So, Great. I got my information from. Just going to cite my source here. Oh, there we You're go. welcome. Kind of crazy that we had a president that we na- that we called Jimmy instead of James, right? That's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Also, guys, guess what I just fucking found out? What? Kyle Chandler. He's a mayor of Kingstown. <laughs> fucking A. Now I gotta watch like, it. Like, I have to watch it. Like, come Is he on. like the other candidate running for mayor? He plays the football coach. Oh, my God. Is he the no, king he... whose town it is? He plays Jeremy Renner's brother. Oh, of course out. he does. Yeah, that That's sense. good. He, he's he's good at being brothers. He was a good dead brother in uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, and he, he isn't he brother and bloodline as well. He has brothers. Yeah, he's he's like the main guy, and he has he's he has the main guy because it's it's what's his, it's it's Talos who is uh, yeah his brother. Have right? you watched Bloodline? No, I want to. It seems the like season a one. Like twist at the end is uh, incredible. Yeah, I need to watch it. the The show is about Renner and Kyle Chandler being like corrupt. Oh, God, I just need to fucking watch Mayor of Kingstown. I can't think of anything else right now. Um. Okay, Argo. Argo. Uh, is this a good plan? That's my question. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the best a, bad plan. They they admit that it's a bad plan, but it's like, better than the other plans that they have. Yeah, the bicycle plan sounded like a wash. Um, I just, this plan is so insane. It, it like kind of feels like the guy wanted to like pretend like he was making a movie. Yeah, it, it feels like one of those just so crazy it might work plans where like they went through so much effort to like actually get storyboards and all this stuff. Yeah. So it really seemed like a real movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. There's a deep cover. They did a good job. I don't know how realistic the movie is to like the actual mission. Um, I think that in terms of the mission, it's fairly accurate. Yeah. What is inaccurate is like they weren't being kicked out of the the house. The right. like the plan was mostly the Canadians' idea. Um, okay. So like the the inaccuracies kind of come from like the other countries had more involvement. Right. Like apparently mm-hmm. most of it was the 
Canadians idea and like the British embassy housed them for like a day or two before they went to the Canadians so it wasn't as much as like the Canadians gave them a house and America did the rest as much as like America did most of it and, and or Canada did most of it and USA was like yeah we we know someone in Hollywood so yeah. uh as far as like them being on their heels like them getting like the sweatshop kids to to glue together like their shredded photos and then like them being onto them to the point where the police were literally on the tarmac chasing the plane down. I think that timing was so a Hollywood. Bit. Yeah, but I like, think that timing was probably a bit amplified. But surely, like the, yeah. the the pasting their photos together that seems like a real thing. Yeah, I don't know. Mark, um, keep looking it up. I'm. I did not get to this part of the Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. Um, so you're scrolling down. But there was no like chase on the tarmac. They were not yeah. like confronted. There was not like a situation as they were trying to board the plane. Like, I think. Oh, okay. So this, the Carter, this is a good part of the movie, though, when the the nervous guy has to like step up and speak Farsi to the guy, and he's doing it so confidently, like he really knows the movie, and I mean, you believe I what, that he's passionate about the movie. It's it's great. It's what awesome. is so great about this movie is all of the really tense moments, like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the scene where they're in the bus driving to the bazaar. And yeah. there's like a crowd all around them is like super intense. The scene at, at the, the bazaar, bazaar too, yeah. where like they're shouting at each other. It's a yeah. very tense movie. And I think that that mm-hmm. is what is so great about it. And I don't know if that is the direction or the editing. I mean, this editor also was like an editor for Michael Mann. He edited the Heat, The Insider, okay. Ali, yeah. uh, National Treasure, National Treasure 2, <laughs> um, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay, this is going downhill. No, um, it's staying up. It's staying up. Zero Dark Thirty, we're back. The Good. Transformers saga, we're back down. Yeah. Um, Six Underground. So like Michael Bay, Ben Affleck, Michael Mann. Like that is that is kind of the director that Sky works with. Mm-hmm. For the, there's also other people that I don't know as well. John Turtle, Tom. Kangaroo, Bat, Kangaroo Jack. Um. Anyway. Um. Good, wow. Good editing. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is very tense. Um. This is a, another movie about a movie. Yes. Um. It's... Two years in a row, which I think is what helps cement that narrative that like, oh, if the Oscars do something about movies, they're gonna win, which hasn't actually like panned out in several years. I think that. Um. If you it's it helps you get nominated when now you, yes when you win. yeah I mean Shape um, of Water I guess has like they live above a cinema and she there's like going the homages to with like the there's like a tap dancing sequence or something right yeah which is good yeah. I mean um, King's King's speech is about like the power of like addressing the nation right the artist is about Hollywood Movies. Argo is yeah. about Hollywood. Birdman is about theater. Spotlight is about like the importance of like speaking truth to power. Of journalism. Gosh, journalism. it is all it is all like media adjacent though. Like yes. it all is for the past I mean, I did skip 12 Years a Slave because that does not fit the narrative. Uh right. and also Moonlight. Um, but like in the in this decade, it is like at least half of them are right. uh, you know, movie adjacent. Because Green Book isn't. Parasite isn't Nomadland well, isn't but like we're Green no Book longer is about how music brings the country together. Is that what and that it also about? is based on a true friendship? It's I think that movie is, is about based a true, on a true friendship. friendship. 
Um, um, except no, it's about a man uh, who goes from being so grossly racist he wants to throw away a, a couple of cups because black men drink from it, and then yep. he immediately is like, you know what, I'm on board with this one. This one's nice. I like him, and then yeah. he's and then racism solved for the rest of the movie. But even in like years like Moonlight, what did we think was going to win La La Land, which is about Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. Um, in the Twelve Years a Slave year. Uh, actually, none of these are really about Hollywood. Oh, we'll talk about that next year, I guess. Okay, we'll talk what, about it next year. What Hollywood movies are out this year? Being the Ricardos, that's not going to win. Um, um, Licorice Pizza is like about like you know the LA scene, and like there's Hollywood adjacent stuff. Like there's that producer guy, who's, John Waters. Yeah, John nope. Waters. Yeah, that, no, that no, right. not John Waters. John, John Peters. Waters John, John Peters. Peters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John um, Peters, who's like, you know, he plays a decent part in it, but it's not like a, about Hollywood, but also that's not going to win. Uh, but it's probably going to get nominated. But it's going to get nominated. Tick, tick, yeah. boom. Which um, will also get nominated, yeah. seemingly. Which good. Get back. Oh, uh, I did watch Tick, Tick, Boom this week. It was it was good. I know good, you talked movie. about that in the last episode. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's a good. good movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, because yeah, Power and the Dog is like a Western. Belfast is a biopic. But they watch Star, they do watch Star Trek in Belfast, so they do. So it's West basically Side Hollywood TV movies. movies. West Side Story is like an adaptation of a famous musical, but it's not like about musicals no. or about. Yeah, Prince Dispatch yeah. is about journalism. That's, not that's gonna, not I mean, gonna it, nominated. It's not about journalism, but right. Um, old is about old people. That's also not getting nominated. What are you just looking at? I'm just looking at a list now. <laughs> old might get nominated. <laughs> I don't. I hope think so. I would love to live in a world where just we could be surprised with an old being nominated. Yeah, that would be crazy. I don't even know what the oh Dune. I guess Dune has Dune. the best chance of like a blockbuster movie getting in this year. Most popular film. Yeah, bring or it best back. popular film. Just so we have some of those in. Yeah. Um, Titan's about fucking your car. <laughs> Is That's a, what the movie's about? I thought it just contained fucking. It's your not. Car. It's yeah. definitely well, not about fucking that. a car. Does kind of start a chain of events that mm. totally but it's yeah. not about that okay. it happens more than once it's not about that i'm just saying she fucks a car wow I um really anyway. tired really fast <laughs> argo what else about argo i don't know it's good um <laughs> it's good I mean, should we should we go ahead and move to Cape Check? Because I do want to talk about the other nominees this year, but we should sure. do Cape Check and we've, we've got alumni. The Batman, Ben Affleck. Yes. Um, also the Daredevil, Ben Affleck. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're gonna talk about this movie more as we go through the nominees. That's yeah. why I don't feel bad I mean, about it's doing a the Cape big Check. cast. Right. So uh what superhero movie has Kyle Chandler been in, Cody? Kyle Chandler is not in a superhero movie. He's in Godzilla, though. Are we counting that? Mm, I think maybe. Why is Godzilla hurting people? What does he say in the... I can't remember. Godzilla's hurting people, and we don't know why. You you know he's in Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong, and he's also in King Kong. Yeah, like the Peter Jackson... Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. He must just love the, the monsters. Yeah. Oh, they're doing another monster movie? I got to get on that. Oh, I'll be in it. Have my agent call. Hell yeah. Call your people. Yeah. Whoa, they're doing Voltron? Get me in there. <laughs> oh, I get to work with Kong again. Oh, great actor. Love that guy. Voltron's hurting Kong. people. We don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Voltron's hurting people. We don't know why. 
Who else? Um, who else? Who else? Who else? John Goodman's not in a superhero thing. Uh, we do. I mean, when we've talked about him in the past, we have mentioned Transformers counting. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He plays okay, Transformers. Sure. Yeah. Um, Alan Arkin. I don't red? Does Red know. count? Is he in Red? No, that's Malcolm. Alan Arkin is great oh, in this, okay. and maybe should have gotten a best uh, supporting actor. I he mean, got he got nominated. Did he? Good yep. for him. He got nominated, but the winner was Christoph Waltz and Django Unchained. That's a bad win. Boo. He's good in that. No, but he won the year before. Yeah. Frank oh, he Glorious. did? Uh, oh, yeah, Philip yeah, Seymour Hoffman annoying. probably should have won for the Master that year. Yeah. yeah. He's if not, very good. If he not carries Tommy Lee Jones that movie. Or, not but... to- or if not Tommy Lee Jones for Lincoln, who is also very good. It's a bad win when you look at the other nominees. And so I'm wrong. It wasn't the year before, but it was the it was last the movie, movie Christoph Waltz yeah. was in, yeah. and it was Tarantino's last movie. And it's like, yeah. they are different but are they that he's different? much better They're in different roles Bastard. but similar yes. performances i feel like yeah that's uh, I, it's a bad i don't win. know if i agree with that <laughs> i don't know it's it's a bad win that he had two right away and they're not like i don't know i i think i think it's i bad. agree it's a bad win i think it should have yeah. gone to to hoffman but. yeah i think easily hoffman it's kind of fucked up um anyway um, he's not in any superhero things. No, he's not. Alan Arkin is not. Taylor Schilling plays the wife at the end, and she was in Orange is the New Black. She is probably in a superhero thing. No, no? she's not. No. How many more superhero people do we have? <laughs> we have a lot. Let's start with Chris Messina. Anyone? Chris Messina. God, he probably plays a fucking bureaucrat. In not some... a bureaucrat. Some agent. He's like, oh, 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 birds of prey, birds of prey, birds, birds of prey. prey. Yes. He is a black mask assistant. Oh, he's Zaz. He's Victor Zaz yeah. in Birds of Prey. Uh, I don't even about... know. I like that movie. I don't even know who that character is. He's, he's like the, the secondary villain. Yeah. I just remember Ewan McGregor, and I don't even remember who he's, he was playing. He's like Ewan McGregor's henchman. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't, didn't remember him having henchmen. Um, Scoop McNary, anyone? Scoop McNary. I don't know. Scoop McNary. I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. A uh, Batman versus Superman. Okay. Uh, Titus Welliver. Titus Welliver. He's in Lost. He isn't Lost. Plays the man. In also Black. in Agents of Shield yeah. in several episodes. He's yes, Bosch. he does. He, He's he Bosch. is Bosch. I should watch Bosch. He is Bosch. Bosch is um, just like a crime show, right? Do you guys know that uh, like he like is? That. I believe he's like a cleanup guy. Yeah, oh no, I'm good. thinking of um a detective. I'm, I'm thinking detective. of the Leave Schraber show. Uh, Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan and Bosch are the same show. Bosch is a detective. Um, and do you guys know who Bosch's half brother is? No. Well, it's the Lincoln lawyer, of course. Yeah, they're they're brothers. I mean uh, half brothers. Cody is Extended shocked right universe. now. Extended universe. Whoa. I don't know if that's in the books or in the movies, but or the TV show. I don't fucking know. I heard that on the I, like, who knows. But um did you see that uh they released a trailer for a jack reacher show uh, and it's I like see, no, i didn't see that and it's like people were so pissed when tom cruise got cast in the movies because they were like in the books it says he's really fucking big and so the tv show is like this time he's really fucking big and it's like some dude you've never heard of and it doesn't look that but he's good tall. And it's like <laughs> but he's tall and big he's tall this time <laughs> 
Yeah, Tom Cruise is not tall. No, but I don't care. Um, the hey, first Cody, Jack Reacher is kind of good. What What has Victor Garber been in? Victor Garber was in Titanic, but that's not the question for this. I what will go ahead and mark that for alumni. What superhero movie is he in? Uh, I didn't say movie. Superhero show. Is he in? Why He's do in I two of them. I, I want to say Watchmen, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, it isn't right. <laughs> A fucking, I don't plays know. plays Firestorm in Flash and Looking Up Tomorrow. He yeah. does? He does? What the fuck? <laughs> he is an old man. Why is he on the CW? I don't know. Is uh is Richard Kind in a superhero thing? No, he's not. Unfortunately, okay. I wish. Maybe, maybe he'll play Modok in Ant Man. Did you he'd know be that good, he'd be good Modok? Do you know that Victor Garber has enemy nominations for Alias? Had no he idea. He plays her dad, right? I, look, I, I just think saw so. that he had enemy nominations for Alias. I, I think he does. I need to watch Alias. Actually, I need to watch Alias. Let's <laughs> see like here. Like we also have one of the cops from a, the Dark Knight. Um, okay. we've got someone from Heroes. Oh, 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 uh, Clea Duvall is from Heroes. Uh, no, yes. I mean, may- maybe she is. I was, I was thinking <laughs> about Zeljo Ivanek. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is, he is, but so is Clea Duvall. Is she? Yeah, the director of Happiest Season. I'll look that up later. Uh, apparently, uh, Zeljo Ivanek was also Ivanek. in uh, X Men Apocalypse. I'm reading now. Yes, he is. He played oh. Pentagon scientist. He's very good at playing like a scary guy. Yeah. Um, I think he was in 24 for a while, probably. He just has a yes. face that looks like he was on 24. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Bob Gunton is also in Daredevil. I don't know Bob Gunton. He was in Daredevil. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm sure he played someone in Daredevil. Let's see here. Uh, he was he was Owsley in Daredevil. Oh, okay. Owsley is a big comics character, yeah. and I remember him. All right, let's do some alumni. This will be a little bit easier, I think. Ben Affleck, Shakespeare in Love. And? Uh... Eventually, uh, Gone Girl. Someone's doing Gone Girl, but we're... I'm doing Gone Girl eventually. Yeah. But... Uh, at one point, he was, like, kind of dazed. Amazing. And confused. And confused. Yeah. He was also right. in Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> We did do a wow, special ben episode. Wow, Affleck is sneakily like all Who's over our number podcast. one actor so far? Sam uh, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Because he's... It's, it's boring. Oh. He's always the number um, one on like Ben everything. Affleck is tied for third, though. Wow. Damn. Uh, tied for first in this movie, though. Tied for first? Wait, oh, John Goodman. With John Goodman, yeah. So John Goodman's tied for first? Uh, I mean, No. John Goodman and Ben Affleck are both tied. For oh, right, right. That makes oh, their okay. first because in this movie. John Goodman was in Princess and the Frog. Oh, brother, yep. where art thou? Yep. And uh, I don't know. We watched hold it on, hold on, the... hold on. Don't say it. Don't you say it. He was in he another. Said something in this movie. Wait, what? He said something in the movie. He's what we're talking about, which Horrible which is thing. actually substantial. <laughs> like that is a clue. Okay, it's now the I... only person to say something in this movie. Oh, the artist. Oh, the artist. Yeah. That's right. We're also going to talk about Goodman at least once more, but probably a couple. Um, so that's fun. What else is he in that we're talking about? Inside Lewin Davis. Mm, and yeah. Maybe someone did this Tim Cloverfield Lane. I think probably that's not. Uh, probably not. 
Okay. It's good. I love that movie. He's fantastic. Anything else? We already mentioned Victor Garber being in Argo. I'll say that uh, the guy that's in Dark Knight is in the Dark Knight. Cool. Are you wait, 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 Mark? Are you talking about Tate Donovan? No, I'm talking about Keith Zerbashka. Okay. Tate Donovan is in this movie. He plays like sort of the he's the he's the hostage without a beard or a mustache. He is Hercules from Disney's Hercules. Not a superhero. Mm, I would beg to differ. I would actually Chet. say Hercules is where superheroes come. You know from. what? He has a cape. And You're right. Like Hercules also is a Marvel Comics character and a DC Comics character. Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, he's a superhero. Also, Tate Donovan, he was in something I watched recently and was like, guys, that's Tate Donovan. <laughs> like not Ray Donovan. No, it's Tate Donovan. What was it that I yeah. saw him in? Could not tell you. I think it was TV. Was it Argo? No. I don't know what it was. Uh, anybody else got any alumni? Um, No. Anybody? No. Chad, there's an actor from one of your favorite TV shows of all time. Um, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Cranston. He was in something we talked about? Two things. He was in that thing you do. He has like a bit part in that thing you do. More of a he cameo. Does? Oh. He plays he plays one of the astronauts. Okay. He's also in Saving Private Ryan. Oh. I don't believe okay. you. <laughs> uh, that's what Wikipedia says. Um, we've got Philip Baker Hall, who's in Magnolia yeah. and Boogie Nights. Yeah. We've got Michael Parks, who's in Kill Bill. And we've got Rory Cochran, who's in Days and Confused. Look, this movie, I texted you guys when I was like 20 minutes into the movie because it has more like, oh, that guy, what's he from? Mm -hmm. He's that guy from the thing. Oh, that show. Yeah, which is uh, why we had such the... a hard time. Yeah, it, it's more of that on screen at once than I think I've ever seen in a movie yeah. ever. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, I literally started this movie and then when it cut back to Washington, I was like, I'm going to pause this and do Cape Check and Alumni before I finish it. So <laughs> right. I, I have to know. Right. Um, Tate Donovan, where he came up recently is he directed two episodes of Glee that me and Mark watched. That's where I was like, guys, Tate Donovan, he did Hercules because he directed two episodes Weird. of Glee. Oh, yeah. So uh, in Saving Private Ryan, Brian Cranston played War Department Colonel. He was like one of the people who like made the decision to go save Private Ryan. Oh, so he was the titular saving of Private Ryan. He was the titular saving. <laughs> he was the titular saving. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess Tom Hanks was the one actually doing the saving. He just like deemed that he would be doing the saving. Well, they all did it. It was a team effort. They all did it. Hey, so it was, it was this, Tom Hanks though. This movie grossed two hundred and thirty-two point five million dollars on a forty-four point five million dollar budget. It was called a success. Yes. It. Got Why do we get no sequel? <laughs> Or go to back to Iran. <laughs> um, this time it's personal. <laughs> I don't know. Or go to the Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> they go in location scout in North Korea. Oh, Gosh. that's pretty good. Uh, it has a 3.6 on Letterbox, which is lower than Cabin in the Woods, which is so, interesting. I saw, I saw that note. I think that Cabin in the Woods has like a. Oh, sure. It's like, I mean, it's a cult movie where like. Yeah. It wasn't huge at the time, but like people watch it now and love it. Horror fans will like watch and rewatch things. This and... movie's the exact opposite. Where like it yes. won the Oscar before Letterboxd was an app, 
and then now people want to be cool and be like, oh, that movie wasn't that good. Uh, Slash, not that many people have probably watched it since, in all honesty. Right. Letterboxd was absolutely an app in 2012. Yeah, first time I've watched it since it was a newer movie as well. Um, Yeah. yeah. It was good. It's a good movie. When did Letterboxd start? Um, He's looking at it. I don't know. I mean, so I'm looking at it. I'm Uh, looking up. Uh, did I log Argo when I watched it in 2012? Letterboxd app. Um, I did not. Wow. 2011. Oh, so okay. Possible. Hey. At, but not that many people were on it. No, I, I feel like it's blown it. up in the last like four years. I was on it in 2013, I think. I got on it in 2014. I stopped for a while, and then it was 2017 was the year that I super got in. That's when all of us had, like, our friend. I think you told me to download it back in college, and then. Yes. And 2017, for whatever reason, is when all of us got really, like, using it consistently. And now I I can tell you why. That was the year of MoviePass, and we could log all these movies. Right. Um, My first. No, MoviePass was 19. No, you're right. Oh, no, it was 17. That's crazy. First movie I... 19 is Quibi. First movie I logged was uh, January 13th of 2014. It was Primer. Three stars. Okay, now now I gotta look. Hold on. Let me go to stats. 2014. You gotta gotta go to Diary. Oh, I have to do Diary? I got Diary? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did it on desktop. I don't... uh, You might have to scroll for forever. Yeah, it's taking a while to scroll. On desktop, you can, like, click to the last page. No, I can Hold just can do I go year. That's film year. Yeah, it's sourced by film year. Can you can sort, sort by watch, by watch date, but you can't flip the order of it. Yeah, I can't flip the order of okay. Date. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to pull it on desktop because I'm not scrolling through three thousand films. Yeah, it yeah, was it was thirty four pages for me. Uh, holy shit! Okay, now we all have to say how many pages we have. I mean, you'll be I'm the going... Uh, let's <laughs> no, see. No, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Um, but I will say I'm going to win because I log every fucking short that I watch. Yeah. So like, it's just like not fair. Mm. And I, I do a lot of like rating without reviewing, and I don't know if that counts towards like logging. It doesn't. You have to yeah, do it same. as a diary entry. So I have 13 pages. What's the first page? What, what is the first movie you logged? <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Uh, okay, so I actually got started in 2016, and I rated Die Hard. So five that's when stars. I told you to get it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I rated Die Hard five stars, and then I rated Zootopia five stars. <laughs> that's my next movie. <laughs> okay, okay, so I have both of those. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. I have 53 pages, and wow. the f- <laughs> God. Oh, oh no, no, never mind. That's fake. I backlogged some movies that I watched for blank. You can check, you can sort by them. you can sort by when at it. Yeah, but I I backlogged and put January eighteen eighty, so I know that those are movies I watched a while ago, but didn't have specific dates because I didn't oh, gotcha. want to fuck up my stat pages. Anyway, the first movie I watched was her. <laughs> what year? Uh, January twenty fourteen. What day? It was the eighteenth. Ah, I had already watched two movies by then. Okay, so Watch Primer I, and Princess Mononoke. Well, the, you know what both of those movies were for? Film Club. I mean, for Film Club, which is why actually Princess Mononoke was not. I don't think. No, but Primer was, and that's why I got Letterbox to watch. And so then her, I gave four and a half stars. We'll see if that holds up in a bit. 
Um, but let me find when I started using it for real. And I'll tell you the first movie. The ninth movie that I watched and logged on Letterboxd was this movie called Pound of Flesh that I do not remember watching. It's a Jean-Claude Van Damme action movie. I rated it two stars. And I said two stars for the comedic joy I got out of it. Zero stars for the plot, consistency, and production value. That's a sounds right for a. I mean, most of my reviews were like, "This is what was good. This is what was bad." Like when I first started using it before, I was like, "Fuck reviewing things. I'm just gonna say dumb shit." Yeah, I didn't do reviews for a long time, and now I never do a movie without a review, and it's yeah. For first time watches, I always leave a review. Oh, the star is on here. What was my review for the star? uh coco was sold out two times in a row was my <laughs> review for the star so, so i went and saw the star instead of coco because it was sold out i think we talked about that on this podcast yeah yes. I think we in fact, did. i know for a fact that we did so <laughs> in january 2017 when i started using letterbox in full force again mm-hmm. oh no what is hold on no this is by watch date why is it only showing me Maybe I didn't log old movies for the first bit when I first started adding doing it again. But the first movie I watched was The Bye Bye Man, which I gave one star when I started consistently using it in January of 2017. Okay. My review for Lady Bird is, is pretty good. Okay. I said... This is what this podcast is now. It's us reading our letterbox reviews. I said... This one's pretty good. I said, first Ghostbusters, now birds. The feminists are taking over. That's, All right, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty that's pretty good. good. Lady Bird, you know. No, I hey, no, I got it. Yeah, I know. We got it, man. We got it. All right. Oh, that's right. After I rated Joss Whedon's Justice League four stars, is <laughs> the same, roughly the same time. Hey, hey, <laughs> it worked for us at that moment for whatever reason. Find the episode where yeah. it did. I mean, I don't know why. I will explain it again. It's because we went in expecting something grim, dark. Like I think yeah. all of us probably watched made of steel than bvs and we're like right. all right yeah. this is gonna suck shit and be dark right and yeah. then it was fun yeah uh, i mean it was light yeah um okay so let's talk about oscars um this got nominated for best supporting actor best original score um right. which it lost to i did a bad job and didn't write what um things lost to this time it lost life of pi um, and then it was nominated for Best Sound Editing and Mixing, which it lost to... Skyfall Zero Dark Thirty for Editing, Lamest for Mixing. Yeah, it was a weird tie year for sound editing. Yeah. Um, and th- then it won Best Picture. It won Best Adapted Screenplay. It won Best Film Editing. And it also won the SAG Ensemble Award, which is always a big deal. Um, that's sometimes a good prognosticator um some other I mean, movies nominated what mark i was just gonna i mean i was just gonna say this is a weird winner like i agree just a strange movie to win best picture it's just like a kind of down the down the middle thriller like, it's like munich why didn't munich win and this did you know that's a great question munich is yeah. probably better than this movie this is uh, like if I this movie so. was nominated i will in most years i would like celebrate it's like this is what it was mm-hmm. the category was expanded to allow it i feel like i this is a movie where if yeah if it it was six on my (laughs) like ranked list you know if i if i was doing like 
because every year when the nominations get released, I do a list and I rank yeah. them and it would be six. And I would be like, yeah, that's a good place for it. I'm not mad that it's nominated. It um, other things nominated as well. Yeah. Nominated this year, Amore, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, Zero Dark Thirty. Wild that um, Les Mis was nominated for Best Picture, and like you would never guess that based on how people feel about it generally now. I mean, it's largely because the director won the year before. I think. Yeah, and also set yes. like good production value. It's a, it's a good, good performance of that movie and good performances. Mark, what do we think the tenth movie was? Because this is they expanded so, it, but it doesn't have to be question. ten. I think Hold it's on. the master. Uh, absolutely should be the master. Sorry, let me let me go ahead and look at other movies from 2012. I think it's master based on the other nominations, or maybe Flight, or maybe Moonrise Kingdom. But the master got three acting nominations. Was so. Jenko nominated? Yes. Um. I, the master place beyond the pines that got no nominations yeah i think yeah. it's the master i think we found it i think it's quick. probably the master yeah um anna karenina got a lot of below the line nominations Excited anna karenina also could have been nominated i think this, this is a year where ted gets an oscar nomination for best original song this is also the oscar was it the thunder buddies McFarlane song was it the no. Thunder Buddies? <laughs> no, it's that everybody needs a best friend. Um, that one. The um, this is the year that Seth MacFarlane hosts. Kind of. Oh yeah. Did they do a Ted bit on? I almost. Stage? I sure definitely they think did. So. I mean, they've done like a Stewie Griffin at the Emmys bit a billion or I'm pretty sure at least twice. <laughs> I was gonna say a billion times. It's not true. Insane that Brave beat Wreck It Ralph for animated feature. Kind of. Uh, I mean. Wreck-It Ralph's way better. I agree it's it's better, a better movie, but like that it still makes sense to me that Brave would win over it just because it of was like the, Pixar. the kinds of movies that win and like, yeah, it's the Pixar pick. Frankenweenie, I think, is better than Brave. I haven't Aaron seen Frankenweenie. I think is better than Brave. I haven't seen the Pirates Band of Misfits. Um. Okay, so, so Mark, here, the other the thing other we do, question is what is what are the five that yeah, we cut it down to five would have been nominated if it was just five? I think By it's old rules. I think Lincoln, it is Life of Pi, uh-huh. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. Um. Argo. I don't. That's uh, a I fascinating mean, question. The, Does the it get is, in the ten? For the nominations because it maybe doesn't even though it wins i think you have to assume that it does i kind of assume it doesn't i mean i don't it, i, it, it I won. part of me feels like it it wouldn't but it's because hard to all does the it, only it, it, acting the, nomination if it had the votes to win you have to imagine it had the votes to get in um and the other know. one so hold on what did we say life uh life of pi lincoln zero dark 30 did i say lame is no. And then probably Amore. I think Amore because the best director was Life of Pi, Amore, Beasts of the Southern Wild, which I just don't see that one making it in, but who knows? Lincoln and then Silver Linings Playbook. So maybe it's Silver Linings Playbook. Maybe. I mean, David O. Russell was nominated for his last movie, The Fighter. Um, and you had that star power that everyone, I mean, it's too incredible leave i mean it's four acting 
perform acting nominations. Yeah, like I feel like Silver Linings might have might have made it in over. So probably, I think it's Silver Linings. I think it's Silver Linings, Amore, Lincoln, Life of Pi, and Zero Dark Thirty would be the five that got nominated. That's what I think. I don't know. It's a I, weird year. I, I don't think, think Django would have gotten in because there's not actually that much be- like other Django support. No. He wins screenplay mm-hmm. for best original screenplay. And that's his one, right? Quentin Tarantino's one Oscar? Or does he no, win? No, he, he wins. He's won plenty once of once upon a time play in Oscars. Hollywood. He only Did wins he win screenplay Oscars, screenplay but he wins Lost Okay. He's I got you. two, or maybe I'm wrong. Hold on. He's got two Academy Awards. Where is it? I was going to say, I think that this this group of nominations is a really good group of nominations. He doesn't win. He gets nominated for Hollywood. He's got it. He's been nominated four times and won for Pulp Fiction and won for Django Unchained. Oh, he won for Pulp Fiction. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Um, it does make sense. I don't think if there's any straight up bad movies in this, Cody would disagree because he played his. Beast of the Southern Wild, I don't think is bad i don't think it's great it. it's it's interesting i also and haven't seen a more a more is really great it yeah will i don't just break you i, I also haven't seen the life of pi i also haven't seen lincoln okay both of those are good yeah i believe yes. you and i've been meaning to get around to them since the year 2012 have you I seen zero dark 30 yeah i've seen that it's okay yeah, good movie it's fine mm. it's, it's pretty good, good movie. Really it's good. pretty good I'm not mad it's on the list. I'll take pretty good. I take it off the list if we're if we're stripping down to five. I take it off the list. But I don't know that the Oscars would have. Uh yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? They like they like war. I mean, it didn't have any acting nominations or anything like that. Yes, it did. Chastain. It got. Oh yeah, good for her. No Chris Pratt. Um, No Chris Pratt. Oh. Anyway, good year this year. Um. Down. Next year cannot say the same thing. Just just taking a glance at that one. I don't know don't what's next remember. year. Uh, well, there's the Theory of Everything imitation game. Fuck, or I need to watch the, imitation game. the bad ones. I well, I haven't watched either of those. But no, Mark, and Ellen hosts at the wrong next year. Thing. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Next year's good. Year after that's bad. You're right. Yeah, the next year is pretty good. I, I have not. Yeah, seen this is looking so pretty solid. Oh, and Philomino. I haven't seen that. This year is good until you remember that, like, this is the year Leto wins his Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And anyway. Blanchett wins it for a Woody Allen movie. I mean, a good movie, but still, like, not great historically. Um, okay. Well, so, <laughs> I don't know how to dismount anymore. Um, hey, guys. Hey. Yep. Oh, is we got this better than Francis Ha? Uh, hmm. Can I go first? Sure. Yeah. No. I don't think so either. I don't. I guess Francis Ha is going to make. Well, hmm. Uh, we'll I mean, I think that Argo is better. I don't okay. know. I like them both. Go, I don't know. I'm going to go with Francis Ha, but I yeah. do like Argo. That's I like Argo one. as well. Um, I was only saying Argo like that because you guys both already said Francis Ha, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's fine. I yeah, had the freedom fine. to do that. I hey, wanted it guys. to be a split vote. Okay. Hey guys, 
where can people find you and what movie are you excited for that I sent you in ooh, the list? Because we're going to have to play me, with time for me, the next two episodes. Me. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I'm allowed to say this one. Look at the actually. list. Yeah, look, look at, the, at list. the list because you definitely need to save it, Chad. Because oh, Chad, you could probably say it. If I just, well, it's whatever. like the most anticipated movie that there yeah, is. You can say that one, yes. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to Spider-Man No Way Home. I was hoping he was like uh, the King's Man. <laughs> the um, King's Man. The movie that will make all the money in Christmas weekend. The King's Man. I mean, no. I will um, say that I am looking forward to The King's Man. Yeah, me too. It looks good. I just it's, don't know that I'm going to be able to get to it because... Yeah, I'll get to it like us. a couple weeks later, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home, we'll talk about that on our other podcast. Uh, the three of us, right? Oh, yeah. And then the yeah. three of us? Yeah. Yep. Um, and that'll be fun. But you can find me online at Chad A. Oliver and you can listen to my other podcast, The Lord of the Rings Sentence, where I read The Lord of the Rings one sentence at a time and you can follow that podcast at L-O-T-R Sentence. Chad, do, do one more. There's so many. Oh, do another movie yeah. I'm looking forward to. Hold uh, on, hold I'll on. Do, don't don't I'll steal do the King's ours. Man. <laughs> since we're Come talking on. about that. The King's Man and the Spider-Man. Okay. Mark, you go. Um, okay. I'm looking forward to the Matrix Resurrections. Hell yeah, you are. And um there's, there's a lot of good stuff. I'll say Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Um, really, Cody has uh, I, I, there's plenty of stuff. Um, no, I, I, I have to identify it, so don't worry. Good, good weeks coming up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you can find me at Wellington Mark on all the socials. You can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore Chad already mentioned about being excited for licorice pizza and has mm-hmm. seen it, so I'm not going to yes. mention that one. So what I am excited for is. Parallel Mothers, the new Pedro Almodovar movie starring um, Penelope Cruz. That looks really good. Don't know when I'll be able to see it. I haven't even heard really of that. Movie. that. Uh, well, you should watch it. I don't think you watched his last movie, which is probably why you're not as hyped. What's his last movie? Pain and the- Gain? Pain and Glory. <laughs> there it is. Pain I did watch Glory. Pain and Glory. It was, uh, it was nominated for Picky, so I, I ended up watching it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, so this is I his follow-up. wasn't tracking that director at all. So Yeah, it's yeah. it's his follow-up to that. I mean, he's made so many movies. I need to go back and really- I think I watched Pain and Glory the night before our picky ceremony. Incredible. I think that was like the last on the list of like movies I needed to watch. Just so I could be like when Mark says, I'm nominating uh, Antonio Banderas, I can be like, oh yeah, yeah, he was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm also excited about The Lost Daughter, which actually may be one of my- like highest anticipated movies for the rest of the year after Matrix and Spider-Man. Like it may be, I don't know. Am I more excited for Lost Daughter than Nightmare Alley? Maybe. I mean, Lost Daughter does look real good. It looks so good. Um, I think last time we talked about it on the podcast. Dakota Johnson, truly three of my favorite (laughs) performers. Yeah. I think last time we talked about it on the podcast, I had seen the trailer, but you hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, and uh, but you, I, you, I take it you've watched the trailer. I've seen the trailer now. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. It looks so fucking good. Can't believe also Noah said American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story, or a Journal for Jordan, which every time I see it, I'm like, I just cannot. No. It seems like a it seems like a tongue twister turned into a movie. Um, what's also funny is there's a fucking George Clooney movie in this list, and none of us are aware of it. What's the? Movie? I found out Are they directing like, it. Yes, it's is- called The Tinder Bar. And oh, it no. is about it's Ben Affleck and Ty Sheridan. Oh, and okay. it comes. It's like Amazon, I think. 
is where it's going. I think there may have been a trailer today. Um, The premise is um, JR is a fatherless boy growing up in the glow of a bar where their bartender, his uncle Charlie, is the sharpest and most colorful of an assortment of quirky and demonstrative father figures. And it's Ben Affleck and Ty Sheridan. Okay. I don't know. Christopher Lloyd's in it. You heard about it right now, and it's a George Clooney directed movie. Like, it's crazy. With Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. This year's weird. I mean, you Um, guys didn't watch the last uh, George Clooney movie. Did not. What was it? I did. It was fun. Suburbicon? No. The Netflix one about the space station or whatever. Oh, yeah. Did he direct that one? He did. Midnight Sky? Yeah, I think it's what it was called. Is Anne Hathaway Damn. in that one too? No. I don't remember. <laughs> what am I thinking? No recollection. Okay. Anne Hathaway is an in Interstellar. Yeah, but there was another. I don't know. I, I don't. Oh, no, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. You want to know so freaking bad? I don't. I'm. Who is in Midnight Sky? Okay. I'm gonna look it up. There's a lady in it. I thought the lady Felicity was Anne Hathaway. Jones. Felicity Jones. Hey, do you know who else is in it? Uh, ben Affleck. <laughs> Kyle Chandler. Um, oh, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And remember, we come to this place for magic. We come to AMC theaters to love, to cry, to care, because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling you get when the lights begin to dim. Mm. We go somewhere we've never been before, not just entertained, but somehow reborn together dazzling images on a huge silver screen sound that i can feel somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this our heroes feel like the best part of us and stories feel perfect and powerful because here they are thanks everybody for listening goodbye We're going to talk about Anna Karenina on the next episode of Best Pictures. You can find it on HBO Max. None of us have watched it. None of us really know what it's about. It's I don't know how Russian to pitch this dude movie. Wrote a book. Yeah. Oh, is that what the movie is about? Or well, is, what's the what, movie about? It's all, based on a book. It's based on a book written oh, by some okay. Russian dude. It's, well, it's well, who's about, the Russian dude? Who's the Russian dude? Uh, I don't know. It starts with a teen. It's hard to pronounce. Okay. Um, Tolstoy? You, uh, you know what? Not so hard to pronounce. <laughs> like okay so you listen to that episode